Welcome to One Hot Thing, the podcast featuring advanced content marketing hacks from the world's best content creators. In each podcast episode, we take a deep dive into one aspect of our guests' marketing strategy, uncovering one specific content hack they use to grow their business. And now, your host, Natalie Haley. Today on the podcast, I talk to Helen Packham, storytelling and speaker coach. Helen helps entrepreneurs and leaders increase their impact, authority, and reach and become sought-after speakers. She passionately believes that everybody has a TEDx-worthy story inside them. Before we introduce Helen, I just want to thank you again for listening to the podcast. It really would mean so much if you'd leave a review in iTunes. I know many of you have done so already, and it really does help me keep plowing on with the episodes and getting the podcast out every fortnight. Also, please connect with me over on Instagram if that's where you are. It's where I can mostly be found these days. And you can find me at Natalie underscore hot content. And now let's meet lovely Helen. So Helen, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be chatting about what we're going to be chatting about today. Would you start by telling everybody what your one hot thing is? Yeah, so my one hot thing is explores the fact that standard pitching methods for speaking gigs nowadays don't work. Um, And my one hot thing is that I've got a cut-through method that involves my clients using other methods to actually land the gig. Ooh, I think this is going to really appeal to a lot of the listeners because we all know that how important speaking is for positioning and a lot of, you know, a lot of the, the listeners are actively working on getting more speaking gigs and better speaking gigs so I think this is going to be really relevant so where do we start with this what's if you start to just talk us through your method so I guess you know when I when I think when I think about this as a method it's been born out of the fact that you know lots of people I I know and I I work with who are clients who are in my following they really really want, want to increase their impact and they want to increase their authority they want to stand out and they want to get recognized as an expert and they do recognize that speaking is a way to do that because it does all of those things however actually landing gigs is an art really in itself particularly nowadays when there's a lot more demand and there's a lot more speakers trying to land gigs particularly TEDx gigs that's my kind of specialism people who want to actually get on the TEDx stage it's more in demand and there are actually more restrictions now so I myself, um, you know, I, I was spent 15 years within leadership development within corporates. And the biggest thing that I helped people with was verbal communication, relationship building, conflict management and resolution, influencing. And I kind of along the way picked up um, a load of skills that really have lended themselves to doing things like land speaking gigs. So what I discovered, and I've done this many, many times myself, so I've definitely practiced what I've preached with this, rather than going through the front door where you might see an event and you get the contact details of the organiser and you send them an email saying, I'd love to speak at your event, rather than doing that, you actually do the backdoor method. Okay. So you don't, you don't cold pitch, you, you go around the back. And that's what it's all about, really. This sounds really good because, yeah, most of us, we will, you know, research the, the, the kind of speaking gigs which would be good for us that are going to have an audience full of our potential clients and that kind of thing. And then look at the application process and then fill out an application form. And it, 
all kind of feels like it's all a bit of a long shot and there's no kind of personal connection there necessarily you don't know who's going to be reading the application form necessarily especially if it's a bigger event so this sounds really good so talk us through how mm. we get through the, the back door and so uh, really it comes down to the, the principle of, of human connection and it's the same principle that you apply in any way uh, that you actually want to generate leads into your business. So imagine going to a face-to-face -face networking event. If you are online uh, delivering like, you know, video marketing, it's all following the same principles of building genuine human relationships. So I came up with this cut-through method. And basically, as I say, it was born out of me building relationships with people, being able to influence them and win them round to my way of thinking in a genuine way that wasn't manipulative. So it involves really doing just that. Rather than going through the front door, you find out about the people that you want to influence yeah. and you build relationships with them. So you, you do that by, first of all, you know, finding out about them. You might subscribe to any email lists that they have. You might follow them on social media. There's options on Facebook to see people's posts first so they can be at the forefront of your mind. You actually get to know these people. It's different on things like LinkedIn. It's a bit more tricky. And a lot of curators and event organizers are on LinkedIn. Um, but you can still do this. And it just involves getting to know these people, building relationships with them in an authentic way by reading their content, sharing their content, engaging with them on social media and, and, and building relationship. And then, you know, this, just what I will say about this, this method, it's, it's not quick. Okay, yeah. Okay. So it can be relatively quick. You could start doing this within two weeks and then start sort of taking action. You could. But generally speaking, if you want to do it the right way, you, you want to genuinely build connections with people. It's going to be a genuine interaction. So therefore, it's not going to be like, a, I'm going to, you know, start following you, share your content. Oh, give me a, give me a gig. Okay. No. It's not going to happen overnight. So ideally, yeah. I guess it's about people, you know, looking ahead, maybe a year in advance. Looking if at it's a TEDx gig, then, you know, it, it, it is people, you know, TEDx organizers are looking six months 12 months ahead as soon as they've run their last event they're going to be looking at uh, curating the next one they're going to be formulating the theme i i am now a curator for a tedx event so it's a brand new event we're going to be running and so i'm heavily in this process of looking at you know what's the theme what type of speakers do we want to curate around the theme how are we going to put a call out to those speakers and we're doing that way in advance um, of the event and so yeah you know if you want to set a tedx in your site it can happen quickly. I'm not saying it doesn't. Start putting these things in place now and you can have quick wins with it because the opportunities might present themselves. You never know what opportunity might present itself. But I've done this with so many things and the same thing has happened. I've booked keynote speakers this way. Yeah. I've got, I got a, a spot on a radio show this way. You know, I got people on my telly summit this way and you know, I, I've got speaking gigs myself this way. So First of all, it's about building genuine human connection. Then you find a relatable link. Okay. So it could be that, you know, you know similar people or it could be that um, there's something that they've done that's really resonated with you. Maybe they published a book. Maybe they put out a white paper. 
Maybe they ran a course that you were part of. Maybe that you heard something that a friend had been, you know, been through with them or experienced as being a client mm-hmm. with them. But there's some type of relatable part to it. Okay. And then you, you establish what that connection is and you, and you reach out. So whether that be by email, thanking them, whether that be through a message on social media, thanking them and not asking for anything, but just establishing that connection, mm. that's, that's, that's all you do. Then you, you build that relationship a little bit more. Mm. And when the opportunity might present itself, so for example, if then that TEDx event puts out a call to speakers, that curator is then putting out a call to speakers and there's a, there's a form. You can, go through the fr- you can go through the front door that way because you've already built a relationship with that person. Yes. They will know you. Yeah. There will be a no like trust factor there already because they know you rather than you just going in cold. Or it might be that you have built relationships. Maybe you're sharing value. You're thanking them for something they've done. You're sharing, they've put out a request for something. You're help, genuinely helping them with something. And you know that there's an event coming up. So then you send a direct message or you send a direct email to that person telling them about your talk idea and how it could benefit their event. Yes. Not that you would love to speak. Yeah. That, that, it, that your idea would benefit their event for these reasons, for their audience for these reasons. Then make it about them, not all about you. Not about you. See, particularly with TEDx, there is no opportunity for promotion because mm-hmm. it's not about that. It's yeah. not about selling your stuff from a stage. It's mm-hmm. about sharing an idea worth spreading that's going to make a world impact. Mm-hmm. It's big, big society level messages and stuff. So it wouldn't be a low level kind of um, transactional type mm-hmm. of talk you would give at a TEDx event. It's how are you helping people with mm-hmm. this idea? It's not about you. It's all about the idea. Definitely. So I guess when to take that next step and to go from the back door into the front door is going to depend very much. I guess a lot of that's about using your own instinct and when you feel that it's ready. Do you have any other tips? Like you say, people are wanting to land these speaking gigs more and more now. Um, so there's more competition. How You've obviously seen it from the other side if you curate um, for these events. For you, what would make somebody really kind of stand out and also how important do you think it is for somebody to have attended an event as a delegate first there's definitely having a knowledge of what the event is about so I've run my own conferences as I say I'm also a telex curator so what some of the, what doesn't work is when people just cold email pitch saying that they want to speak yeah and are we are you looking for speakers Mm. That tells me nothing about that person. I don't know anything about what they're going to talk about, why that's relevant to my audience, and how that can help my audience. So that, you know, having that information really does stand out because a lot of people don't include that information. Mm. So if you're pitching for an event, do your homework about the event. You know, yes, if it's a TEDx, attend a TEDx event. Mm-hmm. You get a real feel and understanding for what that's all about if you actually go and they're happening all over the place. And mm-hmm. um, if you want to speak at the, the venue, but maybe it's happening and so you're too late for this year, you might be standing with a chance for next year. Go to that event, go to this year's event, watch it, you know, get, get involved, understand exactly what it's all about for sure. If you have involvement in the event, of course, again, you're going to stand out. If you've been to that event and you've connected with the curator, even if you went up and shook their hand and said hello or elbow bump, said hello, you're still getting, you're still connecting, getting in front of them. 
Mm. The amount of people that have come up to me at an event said, really great to meet you, Helen. I really like what you're doing here because of this. You remember those people. Of course, yeah. So then when they, they, you come to actually then pitch something, you're going to be remembered. There's a connection there. Yes. And so it, you're much more likely. So do your homework. Identify what your talk can give that audience. Mm. How can you help the audience? And how does that align with the event itself? If it's a TEDx, it will have a theme. Mm-hmm. So you need to explain how your talk aligns to the theme. But ultimately, what TEDx curators want to know is what is the idea worth spreading? What, what any type of organizer wants to know is what are the audience going to walk away with? Yes. What are they going to know, feel, do differently as a result of your talk? Yeah. And I suppose finally, what would you say, I don't know how stringent the process is for applying um, to speak at a TEDx event and how much kind of opportunity there is to do something different, but has anybody ever made an application that stood out to you for a particular reason? Has anyone ever used video to as part of an application, that kind of thing? So I've literally just become the curator for this event. So I haven't been a TEDx, I, I know people who are, and we, we're asking people to submit a video. Oh, because, we, because we want to see who they are. We want to understand what type of person they are. We want to see, we're not looking for polished professional speakers by any means. We just want to see how that person comes across. So if you can send a video, you're going to stand out if TEDx curators aren't asking for that because that shows them who you are as a person, how you're coming across. And as I say, you do not need to be a polished professional speaker. TEDx curators aren't actually looking for that as a skill. Really you want really interesting, to hear your idea. What is your idea? Yeah. More about what the audience is going to take away. Mm. And that's been really interesting. Is there anywhere that you can point people towards if they want to find out more about um, applying for TEDx and also find out more about you and connect with you online? Yeah, I've got lots of free articles on my website, helenpackham.com. Um, I also run a free community for speakers and I do loads of trainings in there. Uh, once a week I go live and I talk about all these types of subjects, uh, what organizers are looking for, what they're not. I give people the opportunity to take to the open mic and practice in the group, to land gigs themselves. So there's a recommended gig thread uh, for virtual and face-to-face speaking. So loads of opportunity in there to hone your craft and actually land gigs as well. And it's called Sort After Speakers on Facebook. Amazing. We'll put a link to all of those different resources and, and the Facebook group in the show notes as well. But before we go, and that has been really, really insightful, I have to ask you my surprise question that I ask everyone. Oh at the end and that is so uh, the day we record this is Monday so Monday evening what will you be having for your dinner Helen Packham? I am going to be having sausage mash and beans on my daughter's request. Nice, nice. (laughs) Sausage mash and beans, so I'll be mashing the potatoes just before I go and pick them up from school. Nice, that's what you want on a Monday night, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Not very sophisticated, but she did ask for that. Well, yeah, sounds good to me. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Helen. I'm sure that's inspired a lot of people to get applying and basically putting that groundwork in, basically. It's possible for for anybody. So do it. (laughs) Fantastic. Thanks a lot, Helen. Thank you. This podcast is part of the You Are The Media Network. For more content marketing advice, head to hotcontent.co.uk. Why not join the Hot Content Marketing Group on Facebook too? Come and meet other like-minded entrepreneurs and share knowledge, ask questions and gain support in promoting your business online. See you in there.